There was a Veronica Mars episode about that. What a show. It was. Rob Thomas is a genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so smooth. Not from Matchbox I know 20. it's a different one, but he is smooth. <laughs> It's Encyclopedia Brunch. My name is Tim Dobbs. With me, as ever, through the internet, is Catherine Kogert. Hi, Tim. How are you? Doing pretty okay. Uh, just kind of trying to get oh, energized. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot better than I thought. <laughs> I thought you were going to say abysmal. Is that like you just sort of go into all of those kind of small talky conversations with, uh, I bet they're doing horrible. <laughs> I'm doing better than them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, well, you know, small talk is a competition. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I win. Was that a point for you or me? Oh, that was you. Oh, uh-huh, no. It was me. You know, I have a cackle win. Is that like one of your it's special... It's kind of like how some people like touch a, like spike a football when they store, score a touchdown. I have an 80s villain-esque cackle. I see. I thought it was more like a like a magic card kind of like special move kind of thing where it's like, oh, she has cackle win. She laughs and then she wins. <laughs> That's an OP card. Mm-hmm. It's too much. OP stands for overpowered for mm. those who would feel left out by not having that explained. to them. <laughs> Thank you. And card describes a uh, piece of uh, often thick paper uh, with some things on it. <laughs> yeah, a piece of cardstock. Cut small, maybe four inches by two and a half. Mm, that's a good size. Yeah, it's a good size card. What's your favorite uh, card size? Oh, A4. That's a piece of paper. That's no longer a card. Cards must be small. A7 okay, okay. smaller. What about cue cards? They're quite big. Uh, you've got me here, hoisted by my own petard. My own Picard card. Card. John Luke Picard, that is. This week, our topic on Encyclopedia Brunch is, obviously, I'm sure you've guessed it by now, gas pumps. That's right, gas pumps, such as uh, John Luke Picard does not need to fuel a Starship Enterprise because it is fueled by some mm, pseudoscience made-up thing instead of petroleum. <laughs> yeah, so he goes to the sci-fi uh, gas station, mm-hmm. and he goes and he gets out in a little space suit. <laughs> Because the captain has to fuel up the the ship. That's how it works. Yeah. And then he goes and he gets a giant like gas pump, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he puts it into the fuel tank, the giant fuel tank of the Enterprise. I like that it has to be. It's giant. like four times his size. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big machine. Yeah. It's it's, it's really built for like Galactus type characters, like you know, sort of like space giants who just travel around eating <laughs> planets and refueling their cars. Ah, <laughs> uh, space Americans. Oh, man, so big. Uh, that's when when you go to Space Europe, you find everything's just a little smaller. Sure, the space gas is more expensive, <laughs> but also, like, things are just space uh-huh. closer. Yeah, the space bread is space delicious. <laughs> Where? Uh, just with, with, with the knowledge of uh, astronomy that you have, uh, or cosmology, or some combination thereof uh, that you have. Where is Space Europe, and where is Space America? Just like if you had to point to a region... <laughs> 
I think they're parallel universes. Oh, I see. They're overlaid on top of each other. Do you think we're living in space Europe or space America? I mean, parallel first universe. off, Six Flags Space America, it's incredible. But Oh my god, it's so great. It's so great. Uh, the roller coasters are great in zero gravity. Um, they don't go anywhere because coasters don't work in zero gravity. You wouldn't think so because, yeah, you would think that you need gravity, but they pull it off. Um, I mean, I guess I would say that, uh, I was thinking maybe space Europe is, uh, uh, planets inside of, uh, uh, the asteroid belt and then space America might be outside. Um, both because it kind of like fits into, uh, our sort of historical, like Western European perspective of like, oh, well, here are unknown lands. Now, of course, that's not true where we, you know, it was the Jupiterian lands before it was ours. Um, but, uh. But I think it fits that. And then also things are just sort of bigger. You know, it's just kind of like, you know, if you've been to the American West or whatever, uh, right. you find that it's it just, just like, goes on. there's a lot here. And that's, you know, that's also true of yeah. Jupiter, of Saturn. Um, whereas uh, things are maybe a bit like uh, more packed in. Um, certainly there's a greater human density inside of uh, the asteroid belt than outside. Right, right. So I think we live in space Europe. You think we live in space Europe? Yes, that was uh, much of the point of the past Oh, you're saying like, okay, so you've divided up the solar system. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I don't know. All right. Okay. Well, we failed once again to meet our stated goal. Whatever. Of Of agreeing on something, literally anything. (laughs) Uh, Someday. (laughs) So, uh, let's say you want to fuel up your starship, the Starship Catherine, cruising to unknown lands like... Name my ship after myself. I'm sorry. I'm being a bad improv partner, but it's a genuine question I have. Why wouldn't you? Is the thing. Think about it. Okay. So the SS Tim is cruising along. (laughs) I'd like to direct you to a little film we call Interstellar 5555. Uh, The ever long music video to the Daft Punk album. uh, Which album was that? Discovery? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yes, it was. Uh, known for, uh, probably primarily harder, better, faster, stronger. Um, anyway, in this film, uh, there is a man who has a spaceship that is shaped exactly like an electric guitar. I think you can do anything with your spaceship. The spaceship Catherine cruising along in her, uh, yeah. I can do anything with it. You'd think I want to be more creative than to just give it my name. Have some fun, geez. You have some fun first. (laughs) Well, sure sounds like we've set all courses for fun. Here arguing about which one of us is having fun. (laughs) All right, well. I have more fun, Fetty, than you do. Set your phasers to have a blast when we come back in a moment. It's like a video brunch. Talking about pumps?
And we're back on Encyclopedia Brunch talking about gas pumps. So, Catherine, you pull up to the gas pump, refueling your Starship PowerPoint. The most well-organized and name. thoughtful. Yeah. That's the thing about PowerPoint is, like, if you take it away from the... A lot of the... star wipes. Hey! <laughs> exactly. Come on, that was solid, Tim. That was solid. Yeah, pretty good work. There you go. This is why you are the captain of the Starship PowerPoint. <laughs> so, <laughs> to refill the PowerPoint, um, you got you to gotta put some gas in it. Uh, walk me through the procedure. You, you drive this... Uh, space car up to just like a regular old gas station i guess like uh-huh. what what's your process like you pull up and i first of all think very vehemently to myself oh sir i am not going to be getting the middle or most expensive one i'll be getting the cheapest gas uh, thank you very much mm. yeah do you, do you i feel superior about that do you ever get the higher octane gases no yeah, I don't. I, as far as I can tell, almost no one does. Um, the what I've been told is that it actually doesn't even help uh, in most cars. Um, but like certain sports cars, uh, I've rented uh, smart cars uh, with some regularity, and those take premium for reasons I don't understand. But they are very explicit about it. They say take premium. Interesting. Yeah, um, okay. we'll save it up for our episode on engines, I guess, and why higher octane matters. Interestingly, though, uh, there's always three grades. I don't know who's getting that middle grade. What is that? Is that a scam? Like, uh, but they may not actually need to store two separate um, grades of fuel because gas pumps are, in some cases, able to mix fuels. So it could just mix the high and the low to get a middle one. Huh. Yeah. Oh, that you know, I mean, that's probably what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's why they offer it. They're like, we could squeeze maybe a few it's extra. Just like. And like an extra couple thousand for the little f- flow switch valve. Mm-hmm. That's going to pay for itself. Yeah. Yeah, probably. How, how much is the... I'm thinking about this now. I don't even know how much more the expensive one is versus the not expensive one. They're usually like 10 cents apart, right? Yeah. They're always 10 cents apart. So, yeah. So, I guess 10 extra cents times, uh, you know, a gas tank is usually between 10 and 20 gallons uh, here in the U.S. So, that's... uh. Yeah, you pull an extra couple bucks off, people. It's not nothing. Smart car? 10 gallons? Oh, maybe not a smart car, but, you know, most cars. Okay. I don't really know how big it is in a smart car. Um, okay, so you decide you're getting that low, low, cheap, cheap gas. The garbage gas from Garbage Town. Economy. No, from Gas Town. Oh, I see. Where do you get your yeah, bullets? Do you get those cheap bullets, too? I farm them. Yeah, I plant bullets, little bullet seeds, and then bullets grow. That's how bullet farm works. This is very, like, millennial. I mean, like, you know, uh, uh, post-apocalyptic millennial of you. But you're just like, I don't need to spend a lot on that gas. The cruising around's not what's important to me. But, like, I do want artisanal bullets. Like, I want to put I would like artisanal bullets, yeah. Some TLC. Um, Things I don't spend a lot of money on. Bacon. Whipped mm -hmm. cream. Sure. Things I do spend a lot of money on. Cheese. Uh-huh. Bullets. <laughs> yeah, you've painted two very different pictures of like what a person's life can be. <laughs> Take our quiz on Encyclopedia Brunch. Are you more a cheese and bullets gal or a bacon and uh, whipped cream gal? These are the two types of people. 
Okay, so uh, let's uh, w- let's do this quiz. What? So, uh, w- what's question one? I want I want to take the quiz. How interested in The Bachelor are you on a scale of one to ten? Mm, two. Uh, excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. On a scale of one to a hundred. Oh. Uh, well, now I'm just going to scale it again. Twenty. Exactly twenty. I guess. I don't know. This is turning exactly into exactly twenty. Tw- Twenty-one. Okay, so that was the second question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was it also the third question? Uh, no, it's it's just repeated twice. And then it goes to the next question. <laughs> uh, what's the next question? The next question is, do you like bacon? Uh, it's good, but I'm... No, a... it doesn't matter. Oh, it interrupts okay. you while you're answering. Oh, boy. And the, the the fourth question is, what'd you think of last night's Game of Thrones? I didn't watch it. Oh, you're uh, you're definitely a bullet and cheese person. <sighs> you know these quizzes get me so well. That's what I love about them. It's just like, sure, I know they're a little silly, but they work. And I like, I'm really, I find it useful. Like when I'm filling out like a dating profile or something. Like I'll always put like right. you know, you know, whatever. Uh, uh, BC for bullet cheese. Yeah, yeah. BC seeking BW. It's like a oh bacon and whipped cream. Yeah. A quick question: Is there a crossover? Can you be a bullets and whipped cream person? Uh, yes, but that's because you're vegan. I see. Uh, yeah. Is, well, but you have cream's... no problem killing things. Whipped cream isn't vegan. <laughs> There's a lot of problems with this. Oh, I okay. <laughs> I forgot that whipped cream was cream based dairy (laughs) oh well you got me i made it real far on this didn't i (laughs) see our episode on cream um so you've decided to uh not to get the economy you're sitting in your car and you're like uh yeah it's a a space car um what uh what, what do you do next then i kind of futz with the the credit card thing a lot it always confuses me because you know every gas station's a little bit different and i never use the same gas station twice it's right. part of my policy yeah you don't want to let them get too comfortable no no i want to keep them guessing mm-hmm. what can we do to get Catherine back that space car is so sweet so i will say the people at 7-eleven know me now oh sure but that's different that's entirely different your space car's need for fuel is entirely different than your body's need for salt its own kind of fuel exactly exactly um so yeah no no no. okay so yeah this is like what i wanted to walk through the process it's incredibly obtuse right like it doesn't make any sense and every time i get gas i feel like i've just barely managed to purchase gas like oh i hit all it's like a scene where you gotta like cut the right wire to defuse the bomb and like you're you're on the like and at the very end i'm just like and the gas is bought okay walk away quietly Oh shit! I forgot to put the cat back on. <laughs> um. So, what makes a gas pump different from like just like a regular old like pump? I guess um, it has that fun shape. And that's part of it. Uh, it's a fun shape. It, w- how would you describe the shape? Nausular. Nausular. <laughs> yeah. 
So are, are you talking about the entire thing that sticks up out of the ground, like the big boxy thing? Or are you talking about like just the thing at the, the end of the handle? Hose? It's yeah. a handle and a nozzle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I suppose is more of a nozzle than a pump. Yes, correct. The pump is buried deep underground. But it's, the, it's the part that I'm acquainted with. Right. I've never met this deep underground pump. But Tim, maybe you can introduce me. Yeah, sure. I'd love you to meet this underground submersible pump. Uh, oh, hi. Uh, <clears throat> hello there. I'm a submersible pump. Oh, it's so nice to meet you. Yeah, You're so interesting. Oh, I, know. <laughs> I, I, know. I, I went to school many years to be submersed because I found wow. that my net positive suction head was lacking when I was no, not submersed. And so I, I went to school for uh, this is one of the finer pump schools. And I, you know, I don't like to brag, but it was pump you. You know what we say? I pump Ooh. you. You pump me. Pump you. That's what we say. Anyway, little, okay, okay. little uh, collegiate love... pump humor. <laughs> I love your cheer. We're here to pump you up. I love that. And I thought it was really beautiful when they made that nod to it on uh, SNL that with the that series of skits because because there was a pump in the writer's room. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the first pumps in a, a comedy writer's room. That was really a big step for us. Um, you know, coming out of Pump You, of course. That's uh, it's, yeah, it's... really breaking the glass ceiling above a submersible pump. Oh, I'd love to tell you about glass ceilings, actually. So time was. So... Uh, we used to pump the gas up. So so uh, we use submersible pumps. We're, we're in, inside of a big gas tank, right? And uh, then uh, we pump up to... You, you can kind of guess the rest, right? It goes through a meter, um, and then it comes out to your nozzle. But there was a time in which we would actually pump up to a big glass bowl where the volume was known. And that way, whoever was getting gas would be able to see uh, how much we'd put in there. And then the pumping would stop, and then you'd be able to drain with gravity down into your car. Now, that's, uh, you know, something we're very proud of here at uh, Pump You. Um, I'm sorry, are you still at Pump You, or are you at this gas station I'm at now? <laughs> Which is an Arco, not a 7-Eleven. Screw you, 7-Eleven. I'm not coming back for gas. Uh, no, that's fair. Uh, never. Don't let 7-Eleven get comfortable. Even us pumps know that. Um no, 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 no. I just you know, once a pump, you pump, always a pump, you pump up. Wow, you're very knowledgeable about your history. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, reading you're about welcome. it. Um, scene. I'm done with that character. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> he was so rich and full of full of thoughts. <laughs> yeah, he really was pretty thoughtful. I kind of liked him. Um. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll get a special surprise from that pump again later. Um, a special surprise? Yeah. Like a cake? Uh, well, it probably will taste kind of like gas, but what are you going to do? Well, he has pump hands. Um, that, well, which I guess are just sort of like a, a thing inside a pump. What are those called? A, a cyclone? <laughs> Could be a lot of things. <laughs> Pumps Gasket. have lots of parts. Yeah. That's the next fact that we're going to lay down on Name this podcast. five pump parts. Baffle. A baffle. Is that at a pump? <sighs> I don't know. Man. On the motor? If it's a centrifugal pump. Is that a fan? It has a fan, yeah. Yeah, okay. 
Mm, gasket. Okay, good. Oh, right. That's like a gasket. You can't fool me. It's separate. It's separate. There were separate lines on the spec sheet. I remember it well when I used to spec pumps. Uh, fine. <laughs> uh, Let's go with housing. You want to just go with housing? Get this thing moving? Housing. All okay, right. we can go now. That was a pretty good impression of those aliens from uh, Galaxy Quest. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Here at Galaxy Quest, you. No, I won't do that to you. Go on. Go on. Go on. <laughs> uh, there's nothing too special about these pumps, uh, typically. Uh, hey, I resent that. No, no, no. It's not how I meant it. It's just like, well, it's oh, just we pretty- pumps are a proud lot. We know we're not necessarily special, but we do the work. Pump you is an engineering school. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go easy I on you guys. I, I think you're doing great work. I'm sorry, Catherine. What? Yeah, you interrupted me in the pump talking. <laughs> no no i'm sorry go on it was rude of me (laughs) um so these pumps uh then pump out to the two things that are are particularly special in a gas pump versus something else uh is that it has a meter in it to measure how much you pumped out which is like the big difference uh that was invented in 1885 in fort wayne indiana when it was used originally to pump kerosene um Interestingly, by this guy named Sylvanus Bowser, which is one heck of a name. That is a good name. Yeah. And that has led to uh, gas pumps are called uh, Bowsers in uh, New Zealand and Australia. And then also uh, in places that uh, or the the trucks that refill airplanes are often called Bowsers as well for this reason. Huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that was the big jump there it was like, hey, I want to sell this stuff. Uh, what's a good way to do this? Like, because otherwise it's just like, I'm selling you a can and you, you got to buy the can and walk it over and do whatever you're going to do with it. So this is a much more like handy bulk way of selling a thing. Yeah. And that way you don't have to worry about containers. You know, you bring your stupid container slash car. Yeah. Your car is the container. Yeah. Yeah. It is nice. I don't know. It's one of the problems with selling bulk things in general. You know, it's like uh, bringing all your uh, mason jars to the grocery store uh, to buy from the bulk section. I'm not going to remember that. That's why I just bring my car, which in this case is my mouth. Just fill it up with cereal and seeds and <laughs> nuts and stuff. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so the other thing that is makes a gas pump different from just a regular thing is, uh, you already pointed out earlier, it's the nozzle. The nozzle's like got a bunch of special little things on it. It's a very special nozzle. Any guesses on uh, how it's special? It's quite long. It's okay, yeah, uh, and true. it has those little the little click to say half full or all the way full. And I I never really understood how that worked. Oh, I don't know how a half full works. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, it has two notches. One is for half full, and one is for all the way full. Weird. Okay. Well, my answer for how the all the way full one works does not explain the half full one. That that is a mystery to me. Is that really what it does? Is it half full? That's what I've I've never used the half full one, but yes, yeah, supposedly. Oh. All right. Why um, else would there be two notches? I don't know. Because sometimes there's notches mm. that are disabled. Like, it doesn't even stay in position. So, uh, who knows? Um, hmm. Hmm. Well, okay. So, the way the all-the-way-full one works um, is that when you put that nozzle into uh, into your car, the end of the nozzle actually has three, count them, three hoses in it. Um, one is supplying the gas. 
the second is for vapor recovery. So like if you ever notice there's like little pinholes on the side of your uh on the side of that nozzle. Um oh. those lead into it's actually pretty clever. As you pull liquid out of the gas tank that's underneath you, like the one underground, uh that's gonna like provide uh material is leaving so it's going to need something to backfill that right like it's a va- it creates a vacuum mm-hmm. and so it uses that to create a vacuum to uh suck up any vapor recover uh, vapor that gets released in your uh gas tank because when you pump any liquid and it kind of like flows out real fast some of it's going to splash up and gasoline's fairly volatile and so like vapor is just going to happen um that's why it s- smells yeah and so as the fluid is flowing out of the center it's being sucked out by those pins uh our pinholes on the outside so that's going back down there is a third hose the third hose is the sensing tube and the sensing tube is what figures out uh that the gas tank is full and essentially what it does is as the gas is flowing out of the nozzle it flows through a little venturi ring uh you remember uh, what a venturi is it's a a smaller part in a pipe and for some reason it creates a vacuum I think it's a Bernoulli thing. Yeah, because it goes faster, and when when fluid starts to go faster, it creates a pressure differential, which would create a vacuum. Right. So it's like a little a little narrow part in the tube, and then there's also like a hole or another tube that comes in at ninety degrees to that, and that feels a vacuum because there's such fast moving fluid moving through the uh, the narrow part. Hmm. Right. So the sensing tube sticks out at the very end of the nozzle, and then it works its way all the way back to that venturi, which means that as you're filling your gas tank, it's sucking air back in because that vacuum is being created, right? Mm -hmm. And then when the liquid level of your gas tank gets up high enough to hit that sensing tube, it actually pulls in a bunch of liquid and it fills a chamber, which uh, basically just pops a spring out, and then that releases the uh, connection. Ta-da. Ta-da. Yeah, that's it. That's how it works. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was surprised to see that, like, oh, like, when you put your nozzle uh, into that gas tank, like, it hits the bottom of that nozzle. That's where the tank, that's the, that's where all the gas hits, which seems quite full to me. That is quite full, yes. And that was quite a bit of talking. And so we will be back in a moment. Encyclopedia Brunch. on encyclopedia brunch talking about gas pumps 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 hey hey have you ever had any gas pump catastrophes no pump catastrophes never never a pump catastrophe no uh there's a lot of fail safes on them uh 
Apparently, it used to be quite common for just gas to spray everywhere. Hasn't happened to me. Has it happened to you? It happened to me. Wow. It was the worst thing ever. It like, got in my mouth and everything. I mean, what? it was like Ugh. the second time I'd ever filled up a gas tank before. And it was I was like on my way home from work, and I had closed at the Popeye's Chicken and Biscuit. Loyal fans will know that I my first job. Well, not my first job. The yarn store was your my first second job. job. Yeah. No, no, no. That's my third job. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I got to erase some things in my Catherine chart. Yeah, okay, I'll give you a moment. Do, 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 do. Oh, go on. I can multitask. Despite multiple studies showing multitasking is a lie, people tell themselves. Well, now I'm ready in song. Okay. So, you were, you were, uh, you'd worked a hard day's night at the Popeye's Biscuit. Popeye's Chicken and Biscuit. And I've been working like a. Like a chicken. Chicken, yeah. Uh, so I just assume at the Popeyes, they like basically were like, so you're all here starting your first week at Popeyes Chicken Biscuit. It's an exciting time. I think you're gonna learn a lot. You're gonna really help the company. Now, the number one key thing we think about always think about pretending you're a chicken. Okay, so <laughs> that's what's gonna make the customer. Really appreciate the Popeye's touch. Is that I just, just feel welcome? It's just, it's just that you walk in. It's just a bunch of employees in like a nice, smart <laughs> uniform, <laughs> and they're just like pecking at things and like <laughs> they get real scared if a dog's in. Hi, hi. Could I get a large jambalaya? <laughs> like can't like pecking at the <laughs> register. Can't understand because it's chicken. Doesn't speak English. I want to be clear. These are humans, but they're just very good actors. Yeah. They're very committed actors. Yeah. They're method acting in that they stop speaking a language when they're <laughs> pretending to be a chicken. Uh, Yeah. And so that's why the Popeyes that I worked at closed down. But sure. that's a story for another time. Okay. Uh, so I was coming home. It was like 11 or something. Maybe it was midnight. I don't know. And I was filling up the car. Sure. Uh, Pulling the extraneous feathers off your uniform, done for the yeah, day. Yeah, you know, brushing some seed off me. Um, and I, when I pulled out the gas pump, it thought like for some reason I thought that like it when you like lift up the lever, that was some sort of latch that I would need to lift up in order to get it out of my tank. I guess because it was like kind of stuck in my tank, and I was like, oh, I guess I have to pull up the lever and so obviously when i pull it out it was just spraying all over me and i was like ah! oh okay so you mean the, the lever that's like actually on the nozzle yeah 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 um and i freaked out and it like got in my mouth and i was like oh i smell like gas everything's car gonna smell like gas because i'm sitting in the car fortunately i was really close to home at that point mm. and i remember getting home and being like oh, i just had the most traumatic experience at the gas pump and my parents being like very unsympathetic <laughs> They were just being like, what's wrong with you? It's, uh, I mean, I guess at least it's volatile, so it probably dried relatively quickly. Yeah, I just smelled terrible. So I just hopped in the shower and it was fine. <laughs> but like, it's interesting. It I was like, be I'm so sorry, the car's going to smell like gas. And they were like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's, it's funny that, yeah, you would, you would think that sort of mistake would happen fairly regularly because like, yeah, I don't know. There's no explanation. Like most, most of your guide for filling up on gas is just like whatever the readout on the credit card reader says. 
which is there's like, a lot of instructions about how to pay yeah yeah well it's huge i mean that's all we really care about <laughs> so wait so so what was happening was you filled up the tank and then you tried to pull it out mm-hmm. and it was just stuck for whatever reason because it is like a weird angle or whatever and then your thought was yeah. the thing that you were holding to get the gas to flow was probably also the release latch yeah okay oh i could see it late at night yeah if you don't know i mean honestly like my first time getting gas it was just like eh, by the grace of god that i got through this thing it was <laughs> i remember i paid in cash i don't think i had a credit card at the time um and i had a 20 shiny new 20 and i walked in i said oh 20 on pump three and i go to fill in and it starts like the that little release hit at like 19 dollars and 65 cents and i was like wait what do i do like i didn't understand the process for getting change um it was like but i've already paid that is this just lost money or like how do you and then so i did was i just kind of kept pumping it you know because you can usually get uh just a little bit of extra because as we learned it works on a venturi tube and so gas must be flowing for that vacuum to happen so you'll get just like a little bit of a squeeze before the venturi vacuum starts up and sucks the fluid back up which is kind of neat um but uh yeah had jiggered it for another 35 cents i just forced it to 20 and i probably drove with it like a little too full uh and for years and years later i didn't understand if there was even a way to get back your money so i would always i'd usually pay a credit card and if i didn't uh have a credit card or wanted to pay cash for whatever reason i would always lowball it i'd always just be like mm-hmm. uh, five dollars that's all i got yeah that's always what i had done until you told me the story of how you learned that you can go back inside and get change now we know now we know we've learned so much yeah i don't know how we learn this thing either i guess it's just like to me it feels very much uh like working with any industrial equipment that i've worked with in the past where it's just like yeah we sort of thought about how to explain this to a person but like we sort of also assumed it would be their job to just figure it out and so (laughs) eh, you know spend a few Eh, hours on it like there would be a training kind (laughs) of yeah and you could call our support line or whatever like it works on that level, except that it's a thing yeah. almost every adult in the United States uses, like regularly. Yep. About that, about that, yeah. I mean, you could say kind of a similar thing for driving. Like we assume that you took a class. Well, but like most people do take classes, and if they don't, we license them. You know, like you have to pass a test. No one makes you pass yeah, a test on the pump. True. No one makes you pass the test from the pump anymore uh okay yeah maybe maybe you had two ones i don't know um so when you're filling up uh do you ever do you ever do the ones that have well two things i guess first you mentioned a lever earlier and that made me think of the kind of pump where you have to flip up a lever on the actual box in order to get anything going oh sure did we just stop those Those are very confusing what happened no i i saw one recently or i experienced one recently because as you know i i pump around yeah yeah pump pump around um i couldn't pump up come pump up but yet down right um oh yeah that was actually uh, one of a very hot song and pump you we were we were all very into that 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 summer it was uh boy freshman year what is your name i feel so rude just referring to you as mr pump (laughs) uh well uh my name's uh pd pump um yeah uh, yeah 
So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, a lot of people call me Mr. Pump, though. It's fine. I do have this big uh, grill mustache, you know. It's, they're, they're heat fins, really, but, um, uh, you know, I, I think it kind of reads a certain way. You I do understand. look like, listen, I love a pump that can dissipate heat effectively. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll have you know I'm, I'm married to Pump 4. Ah, <laughs> oh, Pump 4. Pump 4 and I have been competing for pump men since college. <laughs> oh, did you did you go to pump you as well? Are you a pumpy? I did, yeah, oh, I did, wow. I did. I majored in English. And me, wow, that's uh, one of our minor uh, majors. I mean, almost everyone majors in pumping. <laughs> well, you know, I've always been a free spirit that way. Sure, sure. I, I didn't even know we had the program. I honestly, I, I thought of it as sort of a gen ed. <laughs> but uh, good for you, yeah. Wow. And here I've been going on and on about pump you, like uh, like I wasn't talking to another pumpler. Go Pumplers! <laughs> well, anyway, uh, someone has lifted the lever, which has uh, enabled a, a, a permissive for me to turn on. So I have to go uh, pump some pumps. So uh, I'll be moving some gas along. You pump the pumps! Oh, yeah, yeah. Congratulations well, on your promotion. Hey, I mean, did you ever read that sort of like uh, genre-defining uh, 80s um, uh, comic book, Who Pumps the Pump Men? It's me. That was the answer. <laughs> I see. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll be going now. Ding! Gas stations used to ding, too. I think that was actually, no, think about it. Yeah. I think that was just like when you came in, you would roll over something and that would get an attendant to come over. That's why. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's why. They still ding in Portland sometimes. Right, because uh, Portland uh, or Oregon has, um, you don't pump your own gas, right? Yeah, yeah. O- Oregon and New Jersey. To create jobs. Interesting. Uh I always was told in New Jersey it's cheaper because the gas station insurance is less because you have qualified operators running your pumps. Oh, maybe. I mean, ga- there ga- aren't great instructions. We've mm. been over that. I think I, I really think this is why gas pumps are like this is because like, yeah, uh, we'll just hire people to do it. Like that was the plan. It would be an industrial thing, you know. And then at some point it was like, it's easy enough and we can save a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Plus, you can be open late at night and have a guy who just like sits behind a locked glass door with a little drawer and a speaker. Yeah, yeah, and you can have gas fights like that that scene in Zoolander. I'm sorry, I brought up Zoolander. I'm sorry. <sighs> we tried. We made hey. a promise to each other. I'm sorry. That's all right. We all did our best here. <sighs> it was a pretty good movie at the time. <laughs> As we say, whenever we bring up Zoolander, I mean. I liked it at the time. I don't think we should be mad at it. It was just so sad when all his friends died. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Pretty good movie at the time. <sighs> so, the other thing is, besides those levers, which I assume are permissives, I don't really know, and I don't know why they stopped them, but I guess they're in some places. I guess it's just not as standardized as I would hope. Um, Sometimes you see them nailed down. Yeah. They don't well, need it. So all the ones that I go to here in California, I feel like they are des- they look like they would have a lever, but that lever doesn't move. So I don't know what that's about. Like if it's just like we decided that's dumb or what exactly? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. So the second thing that I know is dumb is you ever watch that pump TV? You know, those little TV screens? Uh, uh, uh. Yes. It's the worst. My, uh, I was watching one recently where it was just this loop between being like, you can see sports scores here, but like no sports scores, just being like, sometimes we show clips from ESPN. 
They're advertising the things that they will show you later on Pump TV. Coming up. And then, but then the <laughs> next around. The next thing was this whole bit about like you should advertise on Pump TV, which to me is always a bad sign whenever anything any piece of advertising is advertising to advertise on it. It is a bad sign, yeah. Billboards, bus uh sides, uh anything. It's just like that mm-hmm. doesn't bode well. The other thing that doesn't bode well is when there's an ad that looks like it's been there for 10 years. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just assume it's just like, eh, I don't know. No one put in a higher bid or like, why take down the old one if you don't have to? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. It's a sign of decay. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Just like those pumps. I just... I don't know. I don't know if they're going away or what. Maybe people are going to listen to things on their phone or watch something on their phone now. Maybe. It did always... Uh, No, you shouldn't take your phone out by the pump. That's what they say. That's like a static thing, right? Yeah. I don't think it's an urban legend. I think that's actually like a real risk. Because the idea is that the the phone uh, communicating uh, over radio waves... Or I guess they're not radio waves, electromagnetic waves. No, no, they're radio. Um, is uh, going to force something in the pumping mechanism or somehow generate a spark. Yeah, actually, now that I'm thinking this through, I don't follow. I don't think it can. I don't get it. I, I don't follow either. However, I worked um, for a summer. Well, I worked. I took a class for a summer in Denmark and we worked with a distillation column and the lab manager was like I know that people say that this is an urban legend it's not an urban legend do not use your cell phone by the distillation tower it's very dangerous hmm. could be a heat and I think thing. he explained it to us and I don't know right. I wasn't really listening Well, let's get <laughs> I just the... followed the safety guides uh, I mean you know that's, that's human civilization for you you can't pay attention to everything yeah I have stuff to do uh, alright well we'll have that in the show notes as a the Snopes on that, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah. Although people are totally taking their cell phones out. Like, whether they should or not. I know. They, I mean, they can't stop. Yeah. Can't get away from it. It's a self-object. See our episode on Therapy Dogs. Aww. Cuties. Oh. All right. Hey, before hey. we head out this week, uh-huh. for this week, into this good week. <laughs> <laughs> Do not go gently into that good week. Rage, rage <laughs> against the starting of the week. <laughs> rage against the Monday. <laughs> I love this. I think this is like this is like a new uh, like family crest for Encyclopedia Brunch. <laughs> I'm very into this. This is why we release on Sundays. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go on. Uh, yeah. Um, I just want to, you know, we have some really fantastic fans out there and <laughs> we have one really dedicated fan who like, we've never given a shout out. And so I would like to say, that's right. It's me, PD pump. Everybody's yeah. favorite pump. Thank Oh, it means so much to me that you guys are uh, finally mentioning me on the show. Wow. PD, you never listen to the show. Shut no, up. I love encyclopedia branch. <laughs> Oh, really? Oh, yeah. really? What's your favorite episode? You're Name always talking about branches. Um, my favorite oh, you episode. Don't, you clearly don't listen. No, I love the one where you uh, you you talked about Michelle Branch. Um, and uh, 
the oh, Bronchiosaurus. Encyclopedia Bronch. Yeah, that's another podcast. Oh, well, I guess I'll get back to work. Pump, pump, pump. <laughs> yep, yep. Pump is an onomatopoeia. We all know that. <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> pump, 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 pump. Like. No, I'm prepared to die on this hill. This is it. This okay. is this is where okay. Tim stakes his claim. Well, a pump makes a pumping I noise. I will join you all next week, alone, hosting the show. And before we go gently into this good week, <laughs> just a shout out to Canada's favorite teen, John Icebear. Hey, John Icebear. Icebear for at Icebear44 on Twitter. Yeah, he's a nice guy. His name is John. Sweet kid, yeah, yeah. He's always he's always a big fan of ours. He's a huge supporter, and just like, thanks, buddy. Yeah, he's pumped. We're pumped. Talking about pumps. Until then, oh, buddy, get out of here, Tim. Okay, Move Captain Cogan over there. If Tim dies this week, I killed him. I'm just gonna confess that. She sees what she wants to see. Bye. Oh, bye.